might have heard that the Talica boys were gonna play some heavy shit tonight. Welcome to Metal Up Your Podcast. I'm Ethan Luck. And I'm Clint Wells. And this is our very first installment of Metal Tales from the Road. We're going to be talking about the Madison, Wisconsin show. This is the continuation of the Worldwide Tour. And guess what, Clint? What? We've got our good friend and OG listener, Sarah Sobek, on the phone. Welcome, Sarah. So Sarah. nice to have Sarah on the show. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. <laughs> so Sarah was at the Madison show last night, the first show of this leg of the tour, which could possibly be the final leg of the tour, I'm guessing. Well, they're doing stadiums back in Europe after this, but I think this might be the end of it for the States, for the uh, other than some special stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, Sarah and her husband, Pete, who uh, we love to death, were uh, fortunate enough to be at the show amongst other Metallica fans that they know. And uh, they're making a trip out of it. They're going to Minneapolis tomorrow. But well, we're here to talk about Madison. That's right. And so, Sarah, you're, you are an owner, you and your husband, Pete, of what's called the Black Ticket. Can yes. you explain what that is maybe to some of the listeners who aren't sure what the Black Ticket means? Well, so we were really lucky. I think there was only 250 sold that we bought the Black black ticket and it lets us get into every single show that we sign up for and we get on the floor and we get early entry with the unforgiven package that's wow. so cool unbelievable yeah it's, it's so awesome yeah i mean any show you want to so you could essentially go to every single show of this u.s tour if you wanted to yes amazing so what is this yeah, first what does the first run look like so you did madison you're going to do minneapolis what else are you guys seeing then, we're doing Lincoln, then Grand Forks, and then Sioux Falls. We're, the only ones we're not doing this leg are um, Winnipeg and Saskatoon. Only two. Only two. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, we, and we'll probably see you in Nashville, too, yes? Yes. Awesome. Definitely. They're planning on coming to the party. Oh, yeah. Going to be a good time. We, uh, we should talk about how we've gotten to see Sarah and Pete on the road, our travels. We've gotten lucky enough to cross paths. Right, yeah. I got to see... Well, we both got to meet them at the Detroit show. Yes, that's when we first met, yeah. Yeah, that was when we first met. <laughs> yeah, sparks flew. Oh, <laughs> memories. It's <laughs> when the true friendship was forged. Dude, that was over a year ago. Doesn't that feel weird, Sarah? Has it uh, flown by for you? It has flown by. It's so crazy. The last two years actually have flown by with the tour and all the concerts and seeing so many people and going to so many different places. And yeah. It's just flown by. Because you and Pete are pretty tied in. You guys are you guys are definitely in the diehard elite category, right? I guess now, I, you know, I didn't really think I was, but I guess I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, yeah. hey, we're here to confirm, Sarah, you are. <laughs> yeah, we, everyone that loves you is gathered here today. We're having a, a Metallica intervention for you. Yeah, Gene Froman's yeah, here. Yeah. The, <laughs> the first stage is denial. <laughs> right. So tomorrow, the Minneapolis show you were telling us marks your 40th show. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's my 40th official show. And, That's amazing. And how many will it be yeah. for Pete? Um, about the same because he only went to maybe two before we met okay. and then he went back in the eighties and then I've been to a couple without him in the past two, couple years. So we're about even. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that Detroit show was fun because you guys have, I think, had another party to get to after we met you guys. We, yeah, that was a that was a busy, busy day. We were, we were kind of, we were kind of green. We, we didn't know anything about 
diehard levels or anything. I mean, yeah. I guess we're sort of amongst certain echelons of that ourselves now, but you know, you guys were going to all sorts of meetups and parties, and you, when you saying you have a caravan now, you guys do all these kind of trips together and go to Europe together and stuff, right? Yeah, it's so awesome. You know, we've made such great friends that, you know, I think actually they're like family. Right. I would probably call some of them, you know, if not that I need any help, but like if I was ever in trouble, there's some right. people I would probably call before I'd call some you know, my blood family members. Or us. Right. <laughs> as long as we're I, in that call, top ten on I that list. I call you guys. I okay. call you guys. <laughs> Please help. I'm driving to New York and help me now. Yeah. Well, that I was the last... Bail, I need bail money right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. I'm broke. <laughs> the Metallica guys have put a restraining order against me. Uh, I need help. Yeah, that was the last time I got to see you was uh, when I was playing up in New York. And then you got... When did you... Were you up there too playing? In New point? York as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I played a show in Manhattan. Um what was that venue called I played at? <laughs> uh, oh, um... Uh, it kind of had a, a funny name. I uh, all I know is it's right across the street from my buddy's bar. He owns called the Brooklynier. Yeah, but, uh, I, can't, I can't remember now. But yeah, Sarah and Pete came hung out and Gene Froman. Yeah. And, uh, I, so, I had two drinks that night, though, so I don't really remember Oh, Sarah, oh got, Sarah got wild that <laughs> night. Yeah, Sarah, I had two ciders. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you don't want to be my drinking buddy at the Nashville party. Yeah, don't follow me or Clint around the room that night. Um, but yeah, I know. Sarah and Pete came out and Gene Froman, and we went to go to my friend's bar. It was way packed. So we kind of started walking the neighborhood, found a spot that was pretty chill, a little Italian spot, hung out, had some drinks. It was awesome. It was so fun just to like, yeah, you know, you know, like you're talking about family, you know, you, you, you get to know these people with through one common bond. And mm-hmm. it might seem silly to a lot of people on the outside world, but it really is a special thing. Yeah. And I, and, and uh, you know, I know me and Clint are grateful for it, and and to all people like you and Pete and Gene and whoever, who have become you know our friends through this silly little podcast uh, about this band we love. Yeah. So uh, it's so awesome you guys do this because it, I mean, just Metallica is what brought us together, but then we find out how much more we actually do have in common. Right. Yeah. This is our last yeah. episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you could you, you could spawn off into other different podcasts from all We we actually Sarah no shit. We actually I think it was me you and Brad had a really long brainstorming sesh where we like we could really do like a seven part mega series on Yanni. On Yanni. Like yeah. we were being serious. <laughs> yeah, we were being very like, serious. Like what if we just listened to every record and did this huge review of it? And just spent like I don't know six months in, in Yanni land. Just, just I mean, as like complete Yanni virgins. <laughs> like I, I couldn't tell you a Yanni song. I, all I know is that at one point he had a pretty sweet mustache. Yeah, D- a ponytail maybe. Did he have a ponytail? <laughs> no, he had a long hair. Yeah, for sure. I, put, I think he let it flow. Definitely put it in a ponytail at least once. Yeah. Oh, had okay. To. Let me put most of our listeners out of their misery. Let's talk about Metallica. So before we get into the show and what's maybe disappointing or maybe what's special about the set list, let's get oriented with you, Sarah. What's your favorite Metallica record, at least right oh. now? Current. Oh currently. my gosh! I actually really love Hardwired. Yeah, good answer. Hey, don't, don't say actually; it's a kick-ass record. But I know what you, know, you mean, love, though. But long, but I longevity-wise, like you don't, ha- you haven't had as much time with that as you've had Master of Puppets or Ride of Lightning, or whatever. But you're, it's a kick-ass it, record. I can understand why it, it is, might be your favorite. It is. Now. It's so good. Every song. I mean, every song they've played live has been awesome, and. It just gets reinforced. So the more you hear it, the more you love it. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. What would you say, like, so currently it's hardwired, but, like, overall, if Metallica was done tomorrow and you were only allowed to continue on in your life with one album, what would that record be? Oh, my God. I wish I could just make, like, a best of. 
Yeah. Well, we do sassy too. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm gonna. I probably still kill them all. I love kill them all. That's cool. See, That's I like awesome. it's book ended. Yeah. It's hardwired yeah. and it's kill them all. Yeah. Oh, it is. That's a pure fan. As, yeah, That's pure. As much as uh, all of us and us listeners love kill them all, it's not often a number one for people. Yeah, it's cool. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about this. So it's highly anticipated first show of this leg. I know I was curious and hopeful that the boys would bring some of that similar uh, slot rotation from Europe, and it looks like they did. The set list kind of looks mostly like the Europe shows, right, Sarah? Yeah, it was very similar. Well, let's talk about before the show. So the night before, you guys, I guess, got into town from New York, and did you mm-hmm. did you happen to just run into Jim Brewer? How did the Jim Brewer hang happen? Um, well, I think uh, I don't. I didn't talk to her specifically, but there's this other club member from the Quebec Quebec chapter and her name's Valerie and I think she's been emailing him back and forth and said hey we're gonna meet up here if you want to just you know show up and talk to us which which by the way when someone sends an email like that to uh, a comedian a musician whatever that person 99.9% of the time is not showing up <laughs> yeah, and he, it's just what you know yeah. what I mean like if, if if for some reason I emailed or sent a message through Instagram to, to Kirk Hammett and said hey man Come to our Metallica pre-party. Mm-hmm. Chances are he's not going to be there. I know he. I know he's yeah. going to say no because I have done it and he didn't show up. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how um, accurate what I just said is, but it's something like that where she set it up and then he showed up at this you know known location and we were just all kind of hanging out outside and there he was. Did he? Uh, and we don't have to get into too many crazy details, but I'm just you know one of the things I would have asked him if I'd have seen him there before is you know obvious question but did he seem nervous did he seem prepared um he seemed excited right that's cool yeah he seemed really excited he was like you know these are the things i want to do and i really hope it works out and since you he was calling us the diehards he's like you guys are the diehards let me know how how i do and what you guys like and if Hmm. you want me to you know change things up that's pretty awesome that's so cool and also uh, i mean for someone like jim brewer i'd imagine he's been friends with the guys for quite a while now yeah he's got to be a little comfy but it's got to be pretty dang exciting for as a comedian to mm-hmm. not only open for a band, but probably one of your favorite bands ever. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, um, you know, it's obviously so common, you know, you, you have opening bands, not comedians. So it's pretty cool yeah. and unique that Metallica is doing this and having Jimbo open the show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that was pretty low key, I guess. And then the day of the show, did you guys do anything? What's the situation this year or this leg with pop up locations? Are they doing anything um, like that that you know of? They didn't have one here, but they did release the whiskey here. Oh, oh that's right. Did you go to the tasting? I did not go. Oh. But we got a bottle. Nice. It's already gone. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> we, we drank it on the drive to Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they had that and, um, but no pop up for this location. I don't know okay. what that's going to be like other places. I know on the, uh, when they did the stadiums last year, I, th- I believe this is accurate. They did the pop up shows for the weekend show. Yeah. Like whatever the Friday um, show was. Okay. I might have also just made that up. Literally. I think you just made that up. Metallica's not even on tour right now. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not really know, even on the phone right now. No, who is the who? I've where's dreamed, that voice I've coming dreamed from? This whole podcast. Yeah. This is just the end of Men in Black. Actually, it, it is. Where yeah. the marble, it's like the universe is in the marble. Right. I'm about mar- to flash you with that thing, and <laughs> exactly. your, all your memory of this is going to go away. I'm like Linda Fiorentino <laughs> in Men in Black. Yeah. Um, I know they're doing. Is it Minneapolis or they're doing uh, like the local rock stations doing a block party tomorrow? Yeah, that's tomorrow. Are you okay. going? Are you going to that? 
I might go to a little bit of it. It depends. We're going to um, Paisley Park tomorrow. Right, right. So yeah. I don't know what time we're going to be back from that. Um, so I'll try. I'm going to try. And for those listening that don't know, Paisley Park was Prince's compound, his rest studio. In rest in peace, Prince. That was his, yeah, his giant musical space odyssey compound and now you can go tour it right yeah yeah his, his estate made it basically a museum i believe yeah and you may know this or not um somebody might know this uh i'm pretty sure because when prince passed away he was not married had no kids the only i believe living close relative was his sister hmm. and from what i heard she took she ended up i think through court cases took over his estate so i think mm-hmm. she's kind of in charge of all that now which is why it became a museum Okay, right on. But it should be a museum. Yep. So, day of the show, um, was there excitement? Were people tailgating? Kind of, what did you guys do? Did you have any of the packages or anything? um, No, well, with the black ticket, we got in line with the Unforgiven. That's right. So, but it poured rain. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Well, at least it's not a stadium, stadium tour. Exactly. I I kept telling myself that. Like, once we get inside, at least we're inside. Luckily, we packed ponchos. My, so. w- w- nice. For St. Louis, it rained for like four hours on me, and yeah. I was wearing. Yeah. I was already wearing semi tight pants. Okay, let's just say <laughs> that the pants were tight, and and like I just sat wet for so long that when I was walking back with our friend Brad Blazik, I was so like chafed like i could hardly walk <laughs> that sucks it was a total nightmare <laughs> yeah because I, I just stayed wet and just rocked for hours i was yeah. just rocking oh, so no. hard yeah and i was so clad with wet clothing that's the only way to uh, do it though at least you guys got to get in and dry off a little bit yeah 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 it's supposed to rain again tomorrow it was it rained all day today while we were driving well, well, again, it's an arena show, so you'll be fine. You'll yeah. get, you experience a little bit of rain, but you get in the venue and you're good to go. So, yep. so you get to the you get to the arena. You don't you don't participate in any of the uh, outdoor activities, but you get in line. An unforgiving experience. Get in and walk us through. After that, did you go straight to your spot on the floor? What'd you well, do? Well, they mo- they moved us into like a staging area. Okay. And then they kind of walk made us slowly go down the stairs to the GA entrance, and then we just like you know, bolted for the rail. That's for safety reasons. Cause you guys are all wet. Yeah. You know, they want them to slip down the stairs. <laughs> oh, and, oh, I, I was, I, we hadn't gotten to this yet, but Kirk slipped when he was running out. Oh, onto, um, really? You know, when they're coming, when they're first coming to ecstasy of gold and they're coming down the aisle, yeah, yeah. And he comes around his corner. They put the guitar on him and he hit the floor. So oh, hard. No. Yeah. I don't know if there's damage to his guitar, but something hit, and I think the guitar might have broken the fall. Did did he like land? Could you tell if he landed on the guitar? I couldn't tell. The security guard was right in front of me because I was on the rail. It happened right in front of me. Like I could, if I wanted to, I could have reached out and touched his foot on the ground. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this: This might help uh, uh, solve, you know, maybe the 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 uh, thought of you touching his foot while he's on the ground is just too much. (laughs) I touched Kirk's foot. I touched his boot. He was he fell. I but he actually it. just he popped right up and smiled and just kept going. He, oh, so, well, okay, so, so yeah. he so he hung on to the same guitar. Um, I somebody on the other side because he came around my corner and then went to his his staging area. Yeah, someone said that he switched out guitars. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, that's probably yeah. a smart move on him and and, and the tech side that, that just in mm-hmm. case because you 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 fall with a guitar in your hands, you're gonna knock it out of tune. Yeah, if, especially if you land on it or hits the ground, it's gonna. Yeah. Knock I'm out trying of tune, to so. think. So they come out. I haven't seen all the video yet, but. I know they come out and do Hardwired and Atlas, and James plays. He, he's he was playing uh, 
the black vulture guitar. Yeah. But the set list says white. Do you remember hmm. what do you remember what color guitar James was playing there at the top, Sarah? Uh, I don't remember. You know, because the first song he was diagonal on the other side of right, the right. Right. Oh, okay. So I didn't see him during Hardwired. Why didn't you run around the stage and go look? <laughs> it is kind of the bless. Uh, it's kind of the blessing and curse of the, of the four sided rail thing, right? Like yeah. Yeah. they do they do kind of classically what's called in the round. And the good news is when he's up there, he's up there. But I guess if he's over there on the other side of the arena for a song or two. You get to see the other boys, yep. I guess, but it does seem yeah. like James becomes a focal point for people. Right. Yep. Yep. So I, I, think, didn't, I can't tell you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Hey, no need yeah. for an apology. Um, <laughs> wasn't Kirk normally starting the set off with the purple sparkle one? The new That's one? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't see it either. I like, you know, he hit the ground and I gasped and I kind of closed my eyes for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, please don't let him be heard. I know. Yeah, it, I was it, like, did this really happen right in front of me? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, you know who I'm thinking about while you're telling this story, Sarah, is our friend Gene Froman. Mm-hmm. That's her boy. Kirk's her boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's got new pants. <laughs> new pants? Oh, he's not doing yeah. the, 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 the black pants with the red stripe? Nope. Oh, really? What's going on with his new pants? Let's hear about uh, it. I want to know. The, paint all, me a picture. All the details. Honey, uh, honey, leopard, pretend leopard as if I wasn't there and you painted me a picture. <laughs> we just want to know what kind of pants Kirk was what wearing. What kind of pants was the, was the Ripper wearing? Um, le- leopard print skinny jeans. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Kirk, I, think, I, think, I think Kirk's been getting into the straight cast What's lately. What's he doing? All right. Hey, I haven't hey, seen him yet. Maybe Kirk's getting into rockabilly, and leopard <laughs> leopard is a common Is print. that a rockabilly thing? Oh, yeah. Are you leopard kidding me? print go, skinny jeans? Go, go look at... Well, just leopard print in general. Go look at old Stray Cats records, man. I've, I've, I th- I've got I actually got one. I think right behind you. I can go grab and you can see it. Do you have leopard prints here? Pants here right now? I don't own anything leopard print other than Stray Cats records. <laughs> Let me. I'm curious about this. Let me back up a little bit. Uh, how was the Jim Brewer opening set? You know, we talked about how unique it is for a comedy act to open up a show like Metallica. We know they're mm-hmm. friends. We know we all know Jim Brewer's sort of been a fixture in culture the last maybe t- 15, 20 years since SNL. Oh yeah, and- for sure. How was it? Was it, how did people receive him and all this? Um, it was really good. He did a great job. Uh, it's, it's he's gonna they're gonna have to work some of the kinks out because it's a lot of time to fill, and you know when you're watching a band or something, the time kind of goes by fast. Sure. But when it's a person up there talking, and then he ran up to the very upper decks and like quizzed people to get them try to get them. Uh, floor tickets and said you know you're up in the nosebleeds if you get these this uh name the riff correct correctly we'll give you floor floor tickets oh wow okay. wow so he was doing trivia yeah. and stuff too. so he's yeah, he, so he's, doing, he's kind of doubling as a like com- an MC. comedian and, and hype man and mc yeah. yeah it's a it's like a totally interactive experience hmm. so how yeah, long so how, I, how long was he up there for oh he actually came out early so i think he was supposed to go on at maybe seven and he came out around six Thirty, and then the boys didn't come on till like quarter to nine. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I've heard it was he, almost two hours. Yeah, and he went yeah, totally. the whole way. Like he's he's filling that entire time slot. Right. Okay. But yeah. what, what? So what was his content? His comedy was it entertaining? Did you find it to be funny? And uh, oh um, yeah, it was, he he originally came out there and said, "I'm not here to do comedy. I'm not here to you know play with my band. I'm gonna I'm trying to do an in, interactive. We're gonna do some games. We're gonna try and win some stuff. He shot out T-shirts out of one of those rocket guns, mm-hmm. and um, and he's like, but he's you know he's a comedian. He can't help but be funny. Right. Oh no, he's gonna be he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna incorporate yeah. that for sure. So it sounds like his role is as a comedian is host of the show. He's getting yeah, people basically. involved. He's getting people excited, shooting T-shirts, getting people upgraded from the nosebleeds to the floor. 
Yeah. That's probably then, that's probably I, I would say a better call on on, on his slash Metallica's part than him just being on stage doing comedy, which would still be funny, yeah. I'm sure. And he had like a partner with him that was kind of like a DJ, and he would you know play songs while things were happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, it's yeah, so it sounds like it's almost like you know when you see shows and it says an evening with whatever band. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just the band. There's no opener. It's almost like he's not even necessarily an opener. He's just he's the hype man. He's the MC. He's host, yep. hosting the show for the night. Yeah, it was really it was really good, and he did some really cool stuff. Like you know that some people came down from the <laughs> upper decks and got on the floor and then uh this, these other people did trivia and this kid it was his very first metallica show he's, oh cool he's 17 and he ended up winning and he got to go in the tuning room i saw the video yeah, they played seek and that. destroy and and he was like he's only 17 it's his first show and he was like he was the cutest thing ever i was so happy could happy you imagine won. being 17 years old i saw the picture that metallica put up on their instagram page. can i imagine mm-hmm. being 17 yes uh, yes i can imagine <laughs> every yeah. day i pretty much live as if i am yeah yeah but the the photo that they posted one of the photos they posted of him in the tuning room was him on lars's kit and lars is kind of behind yeah, him playing the drums and yeah. it totally looks like he's sitting on lars's lap <laughs> <laughs> santa lars yeah, yeah lars was moving because the kid didn't know how to play drums and, right and uh he, lars was actually moving his arms for him hitting the drums right and what's so crazy is he kind of winds he kind of gets the kid act doing that fast beat and then there's mm-hmm. a moment I, I don't know if you saw that sarah where he steps away and the kid's playing it oh yeah he played and Amazing. i said oh my god he picked it up he was, did yeah i was so happy for him because the whole audience was rooting for him so well, did so do they show show this stuff on the uh, we said the audience is rooting for him so I assume they show they all this on the screen on the screens yeah very cool yeah so a- actually the actual contest he won was on the stage so that's three awesome people on stage and then we cheered for who we wanted to win wow and we you wow. know we rooted for the kid and then they took him backstage it was so awesome. so this is very interactive that's so cool yeah and it, it sounds so like awesome. if it went long it's you know it's there's some stuff which as you know Ethan that like you can't rehearse for you just got to go do the thing right yeah and you kind of find out after a few shows how to tailor it or clip it or edit it so yeah that's so cool that's so cool yeah so I think by the end of the tour you know they're gonna have some it down really good and I mean it was really good now but I would say they're gonna work their kinks out and their timing and all that kind of stuff it's gonna get better I hope when we go to the Nashville show that Jim Brewer picks me Let's go to the tuning room because I will slay Seek and Destroy on the drums. Yeah. I would go back there. I would go back there and be like, I don't know how to play the drums. Oh, you Lars, hustle them. Show me. And like Lars would be like, Oh, go like this. And I would act like I would, you know, I, I kind of got it. And the second like James started the verse, I would just be like, Yeah. And everyone's mommy blown. They'd invite you to be a part of the band full time. Yes, I would be. I would, I would be the rhythm drummer. You would totally yeah. have white men can't jumped them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was, you know, I said a lot of people, you know, it's difficult because you're there to see metallica and you're like so pumped for that heaviness you're you know you don't know if you're going to be into the show before the show right and people are like oh are we get is he going to do the same questions every time is he going to do the same gig every time and i said well if he does then we know the answers and maybe he'll pick us and we'll go <laughs> there you go yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so let's get into the metallica set i think right right so i'm gonna just gonna talk through the set list and what's interesting about it and if if anything pops up to you as a highlight feel free to just mm-hmm. butt in so the hardware okay. to Atlas isn't surprising. That's what they've pretty much done the whole time. Yeah, since the mm-hmm. beginning. Uh, it's a one-two punch. I don't mind, frankly. Cool with me. On the hardware yeah. tour, let's one-two punch with the first two tracks from the record. That's great. Of course, yeah. Anything cool. anything think, of note with those two? Um, no, the um, no, it was you know the same. It, 
I mean, it's same as before, but it's awesome. So let's get. How about this? Let's weigh in on the uh, Hetfield stash. Oh, uh, I've, oh. <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about this. How does it look in person? I'm so excited about it. It looks better in person than it does in <laughs> pictures, but I'm not really a huge fan because I'm getting the Polly Senior vibe from Orange County <laughs> Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's so true. Wow, yeah. you're so right, Sarah. Thanks for ruining it for us. And Jeez. he loves like <laughs> motorcycles and shit. He loves hot yeah. rods and cars. I'm I'm for it. When I when I saw they posted photos from the sound check in Madison, I was like, oh, Papa Het's got the handlebars back, but they're white. <laughs> he brought the white ones. What about Lars's beard? Lars is rocking the the homeless beard. <laughs> I'm totally down. When Lars has a beard, I'm down. Back, like back in the eighties, early nineties when he would grow that beard, I thought it was cool. And now he's got like it's like a huge like it's pretty like thick. It's a thick, thick beard. It's very it's very great. Maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe he's trying to uh trying to compete with his dad. Maybe he's going to grow a Torben beard. Oh. He's gonna have one, you know, that you kind of just twiddle your fingers through. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing to have on your face when you're trying to answer a question like if you stroke you, a uh, barber. I would say Shevzatz. Shevzatz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we get Seek, which they they took Seek from the bottom of the list, where from the bottom of the list where we were in the States, and they moved yeah. to third in Europe. That mm-hmm. seems to be the same. Now, the, f- the fourth is the first surprise for me, was they played Cyanide. Oh, it was awesome. Because we've been waiting for some Death Magnetic vibes. Well, they, start, yes. they started incorporating it a little bit in Europe, but, you know, they did they, they it never, never comes, comes, but, like... I really hope, and and you'll be able to let us know after tomorrow night. We'll we'll be able to see it online too. Is mm-hmm. this going to be a death magnetic slot? That's what I was hoping. Wow. I don't know, but that's what I, that was my same thought. That's what that's what I hope yeah. and want. It yeah, probably be that would be so awesome. Probably be cyanide. That was just your life. Maybe end the day line and day never comes. Uh yeah. Hard to tell. All nightmare long would be great. But see, Look, that, but see, they could do anything off De- Death Magnetic in that mm-hmm. slot. Maybe minus Suicide and Redemption. They're not going to play an instrumental fourth. But that's the that. only slot they've been doing load and reload. Or they've been doing Fuel and Memory Remains. Right. So but I mean, we have that slot in the set later. It doesn't look. Oh, well, yeah, they do Fuel later. Yeah, they do yeah. Fuel, yeah. Um, so, yeah, time will tell. I really hope that this is the Death Magnetic slot. That'd be so awesome. Did people seem yeah. to like the Death Magnetic era tune? Yeah, everybody was really excited about it. Nice. It was awesome. Well, I think I think overall, since this tour tour uh, cycle has started um, almost two years ago, about two years ago, um, there hasn't been a lot of love for that record. No. So this is very exciting that they're you know they they mm-hmm. they kind of teased it a little bit and played some songs in Europe, but now they're bringing it back to the states, and we've got cyanide. So I'm really stoked yeah. on it. Well, and then we got the other end of the spectrum. We get a staple with Fade to Black. Now, is that also uh. a rotating slot? With sanitarium and maybe day that never comes. Maybe so. We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! I'm so excited. <laughs> How was Fade to Black? Good moment. Oh, so good, so good. Then we get now that we're dead. Well, how about a uh, report on the drumming situation? Are they still doing the drum circle? Yes, but right. you know what? I like it. Do yeah. you? Do, do you? you? I like it. Do I, you? I, feel, I do. <laughs> I actually, someone wrote today, I read it somewhere, that they feel like it's gotten a lot better, that James kind of does it like a solo now. Okay. Yeah, he does, a, he does a little solo, and I just feel like, you know, they're all like staring at each other, they're all totally into it, and it's just like this moment where they're all on the exact same page. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's I, cool. I'm cool. If, yeah. if all of them are having fun, that's totally cool. I'm, yeah. I'm basing like my opinion on it uh, off of the Philadelphia show 
and the Detroit show mm-hmm. where it was kind of like, uh, this is kind of weird, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if they're still doing it, I think that means that the guys in the band are enjoying it. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing it in an arena. I think it's better probably in an arena than a stadium. Yeah. It'll be, it's better to watch from the back of the floor than, I'm, I was on the rail yesterday. You can't really get the full picture. Right. Yeah, so it's a, a better view from either maybe in the lower seats or back of the seat. Are you guys going to try to rock the rail at all these shows? I'm going to try. It's 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 getting more and more difficult because the packages. Mm. And e- it, even though we were with, in line with the Unforgiven, we almost didn't get the rail. So if you're just getting GA and you don't have any package, you're not really going to have a chance. Well, so, have, yeah. you, have you considered maybe uh, at one or multiple shows just – bypassing the rail and then going out to big mix world and sitting by front of house oh yeah we did that a few times in europe oh, okay that's that, that's where yeah that's where we camped out when we went to the detroit show just because we wanted the best mix possible and that's where it's going to be yeah. and uh obviously it clinched on the rail in st louis i have not yet i would like to do the rail at some point oh it's crazy but i, I you yeah. know i want to get all the perspectives i want to go up to nosebleeds at some point hmm one can this dream. is how this is how I equate it. Like the rail is like driving a car with a stick shift. Like you're like one with the band and with the crowd. Hmm. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a totally different feeling. It's immersive. Yeah. Yeah. You're in there and you're feeling it and you're you're part of like the you're part of this one giant moving piece. And then when you're in the back, you're just kind of. Like just taking it in and going with the flow, and I'd imagine if you're if you're out, out by front of house, it's kind of like getting in an Uber. You're just along for the ride. You're enjoying it. You got a good view. <laughs> yeah, yep. it sounds good. And then uh, the nosebleeds. It's kind of like you know you're you're the worst. You're, you're the worst seat on the bus. You're watching a movie about Uber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or, or you're. you're <laughs> It's like the, the, the seat on an airplane right next to the bathroom. Oh, I, I had that the other day when we were flying in. Like, <laughs> I, Pete and I were asleep on a plane, and our friend Kelly went back to where the bathroom is and walked by us and took a picture of us both sleeping in the Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the vanguard. All right, so then we get confusion, which I think is exciting. Yeah. Hard to tell yeah. until tomorrow if that's going to be like a rotating hardwired slot or if that's going to be set in. They didn't do it too much on the last few runs. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take confusion. I, I dig they, it. Um, they did post a video of them like uh, rehearsing that on the stage, yes. so I thought maybe that's probably going to be That's where, where I first saw the white handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Rob's doing like a funny dance, and it, they all seem to be laughing at Rob. And Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what song it was, but there was, I think it was maybe after Seek and Destroy, there was a moment where Lars went to, you know, he switches his drumsticks out right. between songs and he handed them to James <laughs> instead of his, his tech. <laughs> Here, I, James, I don't need these. And then James hands them to Kirk and then Kirk <laughs> starts playing the drums and Lars starts playing the guitar. Oh yeah, I heard about I this. I saw that. They switched <laughs> it up a little bit. Was it just them obviously just goofing around? Having yeah, fun? just totally goofing around. It was so awesome. That's cool. It's cool to see that because it does seem like from what I can see from the shows I've been to and seen online, you know, it's a, it's a big machine that's well-oiled. and mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. They've got to be in certain spots, you know, James falling in that hole during Now That We're Dead. And oh, they, my they've gosh. They've all got to be real yeah. careful all the time. Yeah. I like the it, idea of them, like, doing something goofy Yeah, again. spontaneity. It's yeah. great. And they've done a much better job with filling up that hole 
much faster and keeping them in their corners while things are happening. You're, yeah. of course, talking about the holes that the drums come up through. Yeah. Could you see them from where you were on the stage? I can't see them from the floor, but we were uh, we were in the first row of seats when he fell in the hole, and we saw Oh, they were at that show. He, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, you were there. Oh, my God. It was... I, and, I stopped breathing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't hear it in the video that I've seen, but I've, I think you may have even told me, Sarah, you could hear the whole arena gasp. Yeah. When he fell in. Yeah. Yep. It looks no, pretty no, no, hard. No, 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 Yeah, it looks really hard. I th- he fell kind of on his guitar, but it looked pretty hard. Yeah. Wired. Speaking of her watching shows from where Mick is, she sent us a picture of her with Mick. Yeah. Wearing a Metal yeah. Podcast t-shirt. Wearing her shirt. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, and I'm so glad yesterday I wore the black one because it rained and I was like, oh, thank God I didn't wear the white one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, I, I'm going to wear the white one to the national show and I hope it rains. I'm going to jump in a <laughs> pool right before I come and just wear nothing but yeah. the white one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> as underwear and as a shirt. Yeah, exactly. Is that cool? I'm going to get a 5X and just <laughs> not wear pants. Just wear it as like a, a muumuu. A cape, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then we get bells, and I'm assuming the crab walk is still... Do we still have the crab walk here? Oh, yeah. And bells? Okay, good. Yep. I think that's I think that's a staple forever. I'd kind of and, be sad you know, not to it's see still, it. In um, Seek and Destroy, he does the spin. The big helicopter, He's, yeah. Yep, he does the spin, so... That's no, an impressive yeah. thing. That's an impressive move. Yeah, I'm dizzy watching it. <laughs> And w- quite a liability, because if that base flies off, it will kill uh, somebody. Those strap locks yeah. better be well <laughs> attached. <laughs> It'll be going 60 miles an hour, hit someone in the head. Yeah, you can't tell on camera, but he's going 60 miles an hour. And then we get Halo on fire. How is Halo on mm-hmm. fire? It's good. They have, um, well, they did start the new graphics in the last leg of Europe. They changed the graphics. Okay. For so, the- you know, it used to be like a... Um, fight scene yeah it was like the video it's from it's from the video yeah 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 it's from the actual music video it's more like adam and eve and like snakes and apples and like stuff like that keeping it biblical hey man when in doubt throw some biblical sauce on there hey man you have to sometimes now uh sarah is james still doing that that kind of new intro to hail and fire slower thing uh oh yeah. It's just him and a guitar. It's like him and a, he does yeah. a chorus. On fire. Oh, wait, you know what? Maybe he didn't. Maybe I'm thinking of no. I don't I don't think he did that yesterday. Interesting. Oh. But mm, my memory's not. I'm, so I'm stroking my gray Lars beard. Someone right Torben. Someone um mm-hmm. someone on Twitter, I believe, said that during the bow down in here that the people didn't really know to sing that part. Oh, uh, we did. Ah. <laughs> well, You're traveling of course with such a little like community there that yeah, yeah I'm sure it was well, really that's also you that, were. that's also a much more common thing in Europe and the UK. Yeah, that's what someone was saying. Too. Even even when I was working for Kings of Leon, like there's certain parts of their songs uh the the crowd would sing the guitar part or whatever. It's way more common mm-hmm. overseas for people to do that like uh South America. If you watch any like overseas Iron Maiden show, those motherfuckers sing every riff to Iron Maiden in the crowd. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It sounds kind of exhausting. If, I got to sing all the words and the guitar parts too. If uh, if if my new reggae ska record gets super huge and I play stadiums, people are going to be singing the upbeat. They're going to be going. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's going to be real boring. Sarah, here's a question: When you're in the crowd singing that part to Halo. There's a couple of different ways to attack the bow down in here. Is it more of a buzz sound or a duh sound? What do you? What would you um, do, Ethan? It's more of a buzz sound. Buh, 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 buh. See, I, I would, I would naturally go. 
do an O, like oh, oh, maybe try maybe try the O's tomorrow night, Sarah. It might be a near, 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 near. Near actually is underrated. You could also you could also do like emulate Kirk's wah pedal. I mean, like wow, 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 wow. I like to add a a an end time shutta. On the beginning, shut the down, down in you. I shut it down, down in you. See, I would do a motherfucker. It's amazing how many possibilities there are. So many. Yeah. Try a different out, a different one out every show, Sarah, just for us, and report report back. Okay. Then we get what we do know is going to be the rotating cover slot, which is very exciting. And they did last caress. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. So, Sarah, you're going to see so many of the shows. You're probably going to see the whole sl- the whole slate because I think it's Turn the Page, Die, Die, My Darling, Whiskey, Bread Fan, Stone Cold Crazy. You're going to get to I see I would love all. to see The Prince. I don't think they've been doing that. I know, but I would, I'm just... You, a yeah. lot of people are excited to hear Bread Fan. I, and actually, yep. I've heard Bread Fan more than any, I think. They played that at my very first show. Awesome. I mean, yeah. to me, a song like that, uh, because it's such, it wasn't from a huge metal band. It, that was mm-hmm. budgie, budgie, right? Budgie, yeah. Um, yeah. To me, a song like that has become a Metallica song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you feel know? like they're all Metallica songs. Yeah, I, it's I like agree. It, was it, uh, was it yeah. Webster Hall they opened with it? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Sarah, you were at Webster Hall, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they play whiskey, too. Then they awesome. play whiskey oh, that's at, right. Yeah. I never thought... Yeah. It's kind of a short set list, but I never even thought about it. They do do two mm-hmm. covers, and they do Orion. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they do one and Fade to Black. That's an amazing show. I wish... It th- was a great show. I really wish on this tour they had an instrumental slot. I mean, obviously the options are limited, but it would be cool if they could rotate between Orion... I totally agree. And like, I, I don't want to... I think James sounds great. This is not not in any way James needs a, a rest the way Paul Stanley does. Good God. Yeah. But it'd be an opportunity for him to get some rest, you know? like Yeah. Take a vocal break. Oh, you know what was crazy? They didn't play an instrumental, but, you know, they're part of the show when James, um, you know, asks how old people are and talks about how we're all different and we all come together. It's and true, right? Out, yeah, he, and then he picks out, like, one kid from mm-hmm. the audience. Amazing. So the kid he picked, was named James Orion. Whoa. No way. Swear to God. James Orion Smith. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's actually a cool middle name, Orion. Yeah. Absolutely. It was crazy. And the kid was 10, I think, and James was like, well, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> His name is James Orion Hammett Trujillo Ulrich Smith. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the guys were at like ad libbing with him, like they were adding other things too. <laughs> nice, and that's awesome. Yeah, but it yeah, was pretty crazy. It is cool that they they kind of carved that moment out for sad. So before that is Fuel and Moth, which are kind of staples at this yep. point. Mm-hmm. I could listen to them play Moth every show I see for the rest of my life. So are they still doing the drones on Moth and the Flame? Ooh, yeah, the oh, drones. Yeah. Yep, they, they are. are cool, awesome, uh, and, and they're getting better. I mean, not that they were bad, but like the first the first show I went to, one of them went rogue and yeah. went out into the audience. I read oh that. man! Yeah. Well, here's the thing: you're dealing with like 50 drones or something going up at once. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine they're all controlled by Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. Honey, 
Want to hear what happened to me the other day? Who puts that many drones in the air? I was at a concert. Air? My grandson dragged me. I've never heard of them. There's some metallic. They're made of metal. Listen, honey, I'm sitting there listening to my podcast and my stories. A drone, a rogue drone hit me in the forehead. <laughs> who, who, who's flying these who, things? Who didn't program the drone correctly? Who's the pilot? What is IT? I don't know. <laughs> they call it something something or another, a rogue drone. I've seen Star Wars Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. This is pretty much exactly like that, except it was a drone. I know. Who does that? But, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. Um, <laughs> these well, aren't the drones you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Thank you, Sarah. You get a, you get a slow clap for that oh, one. Oh, boy. <laughs> So then we get one, and they close the set out with puppets. Anything mm-hmm. remarkable other than those two wonderful songs? Um, just awesome as always. Are they doing any kind of uh, stuff with like the hologram crosses or anything with the crosses on the cubes or anything during puppets? You know, Is there anything I couldn't like that? see that from the from the rail. You don't really get a good view of all of the cubes. Hmm. See, that's so, why I think um, it'll be cool to, for, for you, you guys and also us going to multiple shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to, when me and Clint go to, I think we're doing at least three. Yeah. Um, I would love to get on the rail if possible. Then I'd love to stand back and see the whole production. Because, yeah, like, same. having done, having done uh, crew work for a band almost that size, <laughs> no one's as big as Metallica, but um, it is impressive to see the hard work that goes into the production of these shows. I mean... The video guys are working like crazy mm-hmm. to create all this content. Um, they actually will go out to wherever uh, the video company is and like do run-throughs of the show to their music. There's a lot of time and a lot of hard work go- that goes into these things. And so I would love to stand back and see the whole production of the show and get on the rail, too. Yep. Yep. Well said, dude. That was beautiful <laughs> poetry. I mean, I improv that one, but, you know. <laughs> so then we get what now this slot is interesting so this is the first encore song it started out as a thrash slot alternate well i think when we saw him it was that was seek and destroy right no they, they, they would in the back? main set with seek but then they would either do blackened or fight fire oh, that's right or yeah, battery yeah. that's right but what's odd is it started in europe and it seems like this might be the case that spit out the bone kind of became they, mm-hmm. they played it almost every day yeah, in europe the encore and they played it yeah. last night so i mean maybe that's What's going to be the rest of this tour? What do you think about Spit Out the Bone? You've seen it a few times, though, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Well, I was there for the debut. In London? Uh, yep, it was Amazing. awesome. I actually did FaceTime with uh, Jean when it was on. Just <laughs> Oh, nice. How much would your so phone, could, phone bill the next month? <laughs> I, pay, I paid for the uh, extra Wi-Fi. Oh, did you get an inter- order, international you know? plan or something? Yeah, I got the international plan that month. <laughs> You're a good Metalla friend. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do hope they're still playing it. I mean... I feel we're like really they will lucky be. we got to see Blackened in uh, yeah. in Detroit. I saw Battery, and yeah. then I saw Battery also. But I'll take Spit over those for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good, and the, I just you know I I still can't even believe how well they move at their age, and yeah. it's just like oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They play Spit Out the Bone faster than the record live. Yeah. They play most of the songs faster than the record version. I was watching. Uh, I was, yeah, I think I was watching one of the videos from today. I can't remember which one it was. And uh, they they work that stage thing really well. Like, they don't kind of 
I was noticing like they're, it's not choreographed. It still feels kind of loose. But if one kind of moves over, they'll they'll all occupy different quadrants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just I, I another thing to think about when you're playing a show. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I think they're feeding off each other. It would be really weird if all of them like gathered in one corner. <laughs> like if there's a specific song where it's like like. When they do gather, it's like on the drum riser, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if During like that part of puppets, yeah. right? Yeah, and if like, but it would be weird if all of a sudden like James went over here and then Kirk followed, then Robert went over there, and it's like it would, the three of them in a little like huddle. It would be weird if they cloistered. Yeah, cloistering <laughs> is just kind of a no-no. Honey, metal. don't cloister. Don't ever cloister. <laughs> it's a big no-no. And then they end the show with nothing else matters and Sandman. Uh, they're not going to not do it. Uh, right. Sarah, let me ask you this. So it is an odd transition to go from spit out the bone and nothing else matters. Yes. Did uh, Kirk still do like his little noodly thing before and then go into nothing else matters? He did, but it wasn't as like a long of as long of a version. Okay. Yeah. I, I back that. Oh, we didn't even talk about the doodle. So apparently they did uh, Stupid Girl by Garbage. Yeah, and apparently they're from Wisconsin. I yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, they're from Madison, yeah. Uh, Butch yeah. Vig had a studio there for a long time, and there's a documentary coming out about his studio. Oh. That's where they, I mean, Nirvana recorded there. Like It's it's just weird to know that they're from Madison because that chick is so very Scottish. She is, but the band the band was based in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know who has a big crush on Shirley Manson? Paul Moak. Paul? Paul! <laughs> Sarah, can you call for Paul in case he's here? Paul? Paul, oh. Sarah's asking for you, dude. Sarah, Sarah's here. Shirley. Paul. Yeah, he, he's, Shirley? I don't think he's here. Oh, shit, he's not here. Crap. <laughs> Neither is Shirley. <laughs> well, so you guys know that after the show, you got to get up and drive to Minneapolis. You guys, what are you, you guys talking about the show? Oh. Are you guys just crashing? What's the vibe oh like after God. the show? Oh, my God. Last night was crazy. So afterward, we were all starving. There was like 15 of us, and... We were starving, and everything in Madison was closed. Hmm. Really? It's, a, it it's, closed. Such, it's such a college town. Yeah, it was like we drove. First, we went to Denny's, and like nobody was prepared for any type of crowd. Right. So we went to Denny's, and they're like, we don't, we're not even taking names right now. If you just want to stand around and maybe wait for a table at some point, you can stand here. Wow. And then we left, and we went, we, know, we looked online and said, what's open till at least 2 in the morning? And it's like 1230. We went to TGI Fridays, completely black, said it was open till 2. Then we went to Applebee's, stopped serving at 1230. Then we went to a pizza place, and they ran out of dough. <laughs> like, we wow. ended up going to Perkins. We got there about 1, and we didn't get back to our room until about 3.30. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. It was crazy. Uh, I'm not sure if they have Waffle House up there, but just so you know, they're open 24 hours. Yeah, it, I actually was talking about Waffle House because I went there when I went to see my mom in Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, if we were at Waffle House, we got we got a bunch. Down that's here. our land. Yeah, that's oh, our yeah. domain. This land is your <laughs> land. This land yeah. is Waffle. Yeah, so that's that's what we did, and we were up, and we had to get up at. I ha- we had to pick the vans up at nine o'clock this morning at the rental car. So are you tra- are you traveling like 15 of you at once in one van? Um, there's too many vans and we, and we have someone driving in like a Ford Escort or something. So okay. she's just taking like overflow. So we're not all squished together. Wow. Okay. So, so fun. I yeah. didn't realize that there was like the whole group of you actually like, like road tripping together. Well, too. is it, yeah. Is it members that are comprised of the chapter you're involved with the attitude chapter? No, actually I think Pete and I might be the only ones from there. We, you know, we have Aaron with us. Mm-hmm. Have, uh, oh um, yeah. Uh, you mean uh, Kindleland's dad? 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. And, Shit. And, um, Wait, Ken, uh, Ken Owens not driving? <laughs> no, and I was, I was so bummed he didn't even bring her. I'm like, where is she? <laughs> hey, tell Aaron, let's have Aaron do the uh, Minneapolis show. Maybe we can hit him up. Yeah, Will you talk to him for us and see if he wants to? Yeah, uh, I'll and talk we'll, to him And tomorrow. we'll see if Pete wants to do one, too. <laughs> yeah. They're well, going to be so much better than me. And, no. unless, unless Pete's sleeping all the time, then in that case, he can't do it. <laughs> you need to get him really sleepy because then he's really funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Get a couple ciders in him. And then... <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see that at the uh, Nashville party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Sarah, yeah, we're going to let yeah, you go. We know you're doing some school stuff, too. We really oh, yeah. appreciate you oh, being on the show. I know many of our listeners will have heard us talk about you. And they've heard you on the Detroit show. That's right. Oh, I... And I saw I saw a couple yesterday, and it was so exciting to see them. Who did you see? I saw. Um, oh crap! Now oh, oh, oh from from Detroit. Uh, no. Um, oh, Edgar. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, texted, yeah. he told me that he saw you. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Aww. Yeah. So I saw Edgar yesterday, and a couple other people were commenting on my shirt, and they're like, "I love that podcast." Oh right. Oh, on. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, was awesome. it of course goes without saying how grateful we are that you would. That you would do us the honor of wearing the shirt at the, all these shows. It's yeah, so cool. thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you guys. We, we love, love you too. too. And we'll Aww. Aww. What a good note to end on. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Our first episode of Metal Tales from the Road. And that was Wisconsin with our friend Sarah Sobeck. Thank you, Sarah. All right, so oh, we're going to clap for Sarah. All right, and here's the fake goodbye that we're not going to really say goodbye because we don't want her to hang up right when we get done. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. We, we love uh, you. We, we appreciate it. And thanks to everyone Anytime. out there listening. We're going to try to do these. Uh, we're going to try to do them for every show that we can. Now, here's how it's going to work. If you're a patron, you call dibs on the show that you're going to go to, and uh, we'll try to get a queue lined up. If you want to get in on that, you could, even if you become a $1 patron, you can be the, uh, the ambassador for the World Wired Tour. That's North right. America. Yeah, that's right. So we'll see you on the next flip floppy flip flop of Peace. sorts. Adios. Peace.